0: Welcome to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman. As you know, this is where we're gonna talk about the people side of SEO from someone who's been there on both sides. A local business owner for 28 years and a reformed client SEO of 12 years, but now a seriously seeking SEO researcher, tester, and consultant, yada, yada, yada. So if you're an SEO, this is all for you. If you're a business owner, I hope this helps you understand what SEO is so you can evaluate it better without chasing away the good SEO that you hired. Good morning and welcome again to Confessions of an SEO. This is episode 46, I Love Stupid SEO Ideas. And before getting into that, I wanna thank the people who have responded to last week's episode about the future of Confessions in 2022. If you wanna know if Confessions is or is not going to have a season two, you can listen to the beginning of last week's episode. It's called, When to Say No to SEO. As a tester, I must have data more data because better decision making is possible when there are lots of data points to fill in the picture. Such as shortening the intro was one suggestion that came in and I'd like to know if that works better for you. And I wanna make sure Confessions not only works for me but that it's helpful to the SEO and business communities. So if you have 30 seconds, please take the survey. You know, I love easy short links. So if you're writing anything down, it's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y, and then slash confessions survey, which is all one word. And yes, there are two S's in the middle. All right, now, stupid SEO ideas. I love stupid SEO ideas. This past week in an SEO training, the guy leading the training suddenly was sharing a story about one of my SEO tests categorized it as I may or may not have done a black hat test for a particular type of backlink and by the time the test was over my target was ranking in the number one spot in Google so I have to admit I was a little taken aback because here I'm I'm on this training and I'm racking my brain on two fronts what backlink test was that and boy that sounds like it was a stupid SEO idea in my opinion, those are the best ones. I definitely admit that for stupid ideas, you know, their stupidity, it can appear closer than they are. Like, let's say if you're setting up an SEO test after having a glass of wine or some other spirited beverage. I definitely recommend, you know, wait until morning before you do anything silly, like buy another domain. But yeah, that, that was me. Um, that test, uh, it generated from an idea that, uh, friend had done with some comments and I wondered if backlinks from a certain type of page could cause a page to drop. And please don't worry I I always pick results from page four or five so no one is hurt. And in this case that test pushed them all the way up to the number one spot. So whoever you are you're welcome. Now this past week I was thinking what makes a page trustworthy? Oh, and I know you're all thinking good content written at a certain reading level, level, you know, blah, blah, blah. In short, let me refer you to the Google Webmaster Guidelines. Okay, but what I'm thinking of it as, what has to be actually on that page for it to be scored as trustworthy, at least trustworthy enough to index. You know, if you were an engineer trying to write some kind of script that would look for a specific thing or things, and that scoring did not require a human brain, what would those things be? I know this is a super different way of thinking about optimization. And I know it sounds stupid to those who are perhaps heavily into beliefs about Google's ability to read, to comprehend, and to determine the veracity of the content. While that might be possible, It may be too costly for Google to apply that to their full index, that frankly appears to be even getting out of their ability to keep it all together. I go into the SERPs, I'm in server logs, I look at remarks from uh, John Mueller, and I try to find some things that stick out, that appear to be out of place. And then I wanna know why they're there. And in doing so, I always find something that piques my curiosity to poke a little further. As you may know I am deep into an indexation project and if you're not an SEO you may not know that right now Google is super slow to index new content. It's not the fault of your SEO content team. They did not do anything wrong. Do not pay much attention to most of what you hear about why content isn't indexing. New content I'm categorizing is basically new pages, new URLs on existing or maybe even new domains. Indexing content is very important to successful SEO. It's when your page gets into the primary index that Google shares with, with us. I know in a recent episode I talked about how right now they don't share all uh, everything they have in their inventory right now, and they used to, right? But they don't anymore. So anyway, getting back to indexation, after your page has been crawled by the Google bot, that's actually what it's called, it goes back to the hive. And yeah, I'm thinking just like the matrix. And it gets recreated on Google's side so they can run it through their sorting process. We refer to that generally as the algorithm. Then they put some into the primary index, or that's what what we call search results, things that you can search and see. Indexing right now is a very hot topic. And Bing is also looking to do a better job. And I can see that in some of the tests I'm running, they're getting just a little bit more on the ball. All that being said, little did I know back on August 28th when I went public on the indexation project that it would turn into what it is now. I am knee deep in server logs and wow are those interesting little buggers. And I find that some Google bots look for specific things. Hmm. If they're looking for certain things, there might be a reason. And this stupid little thing that it was looking for got me to thinking. I didn't have this stupid little thing on my page. But maybe, maybe it's not such a stupid little thing after all. On the 6th, November 6th, I added it into the page template, so it's gonna be now moving forward on all the, all the test pages. So we will see how stupid that is. And you know, next year I'm, I'm already gearing up to do a lot of backlink testing. If you like be yourself and go with me here, ask yourself, what is a backlink? How does it work? Just this little game, and and if you're like me, I I think I know, right? But if I had to be definitive as to how it actually all works other than the HTML code setup, it's a bit like electricity. We all know how to use it, but we don't really know exactly how it moves. Electricity can move like a wave or a particle. So does a backlink work like a wave or a particle, like a string or straw? And we talk about link juice all the time, like we know what that is, but how does that move? Maybe there are ways to make backlinks better. And you're probably thinking, wow, Carolyn is painfully curious. And you would be right. You know, there's curious and then there's SEO curious. And I think when you have, or when you are an SEO to a particular level of curious, connects you on some level, ideas that may turn out to be stupid SEO ideas but they also may not it's a discovery and uh, as my friend and fellow SEO honey witcher says you have to build into your time time to be curious and she's right you can't just schedule it you need to sit and stare at things for a while and not have any outside constraints I try to do these things after a meal because if I get hungry game over. I hope this week, may you have many stupid SEO ideas, and I would love to hear about them. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for listening. Please take a moment and let me know what kinds of stories you'd like in 2022, even if you want a 2022 season of confessions. I'll put the link in the description. And uh, just a reminder, it's bit.ly, like b-i-t. Dot L-y slash confessions, plural, survey. So all one word with two S's in the middle. Subscribe to Confessions wherever you're listening. It's on Audible, Spotify, Amazon Alexa. And if you haven't settled on one source for your podcast, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You cannot miss it. All of us stand to make more business and success together when both the SEOs and the business owners understand each other better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for your time and I'll see you in the SERPs.